Hey everyone, welcome to Awareness with Ashley. My name is Ashley Stewart. I share a first-hand experience of what it's like living with idiopathic intracranial hypertension. You'll hear me call this IIH and migraines. I use my own experience to share what living with IIH and migraines is really like. Welcome to this week's stream. Today is something that is really, really important that I want to talk about, which is essentially why I never push to have no pain at all. I am really, really thankful for how well I am actually doing with everything. I have never been at the point, well, maybe at the start when I didn't really understand any better, but I feel like there's never really been a point where I felt like I should have either A, no pain at all, or B, no symptoms at all. This topic today actually came out as I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and came across a meme that was shared from one of the chronic illness pages was specifically with IIH that I follow. It's called Life with IIH. If you guys are dealing with IIH specifically at this time, I think they're a great resource actually. They do provide some really, really good memes and so it's helpful to laugh. It's helpful to have your pain understood the kind of I think a good term I've heard of it and this is actually something that I first heard about through my favorite YouTuber, ZDogMD. So Z was talking about this communalization of pain with healthcare workers and particularly with moral injury and burnout that they experience with the fact that they're dealing with a very broken system, especially in the United States, although this is happening in Canada. I see it all the time happening in Canada with burnout. And it's for similar reasons, and it's because the current system does not focus on the reason why they went into medicine. But anyways, getting out of that, this communization of pain is something that I think is really, really important for those of us who are dealing with chronic illness as well, because the only people that truly can kind of even have a little bit of a grasp and understanding of what's going on and what you've been through is people who are on a similar journey as what you are. And... That is essentially what is the case with this community and why I started this page. Now, I started this page a lot in the fact that I wanted a place to be able to talk about this in a more nuanced way than I can with people on the street in just five or ten minutes. But I also wanted a place so that people who were at the start of this journey could really felt like they're understood and have their stories heard. And one of the things that I've noticed over the past few years with this is that people just want to be able to have a place that they can share their story and share their pain. So that's why I continue doing this, despite the fact that I really am in a different spot than where I was at that initial part, but it's, I think it's important to remind myself of how far I've come too, and, you know, be able to be a little bit of a glimmer of hope for a lot of you that are at the start of this, and, you know, you may never get to the same spot where I am because we're on such individual journeys, but I think it's really important to be able to show that it is possible. A few of the things I wanted to talk about today have to do with very, very personal individual things. And I just want to stress that this does not represent everyone who is in the situation that I'm in, whether they have IIH, whether they have migraines, what, or another chronic illness. Like, there are maybe some people who do kind of 
or maybe not feel the same way that I do with this. And I think that's really important as well to stress. Getting into today's topic about why I feel like it's just not fair is because it's just not possible. Even on good days, I still deal with some pain. I can deal with pain that I have now, but in my opinion, expecting zero on the pain scale is just a little unrealistic, especially when you're coming from a specific spot where you used to be. So this is the pain scale that I've shared in the past on many of my videos. So we've got a pain scale here of zero to 10 and showing an arrow pointing towards the left of zero to four being kind of more chronic pain and then the kind of the more six to 10 being acute pain or your kind of more, this is a really bad day kind of pain. So acute pain is kind of that more sudden pain. And then we've kind of got the middle where there's no real distinction. So when you're dealing with chronic pain, and I specifically use this particular photo because chronic pain tends to sit at the lower end of the pain scale, but notice how I have zero at the end there and that there isn't an arrow there. And it's because specifically, I don't think I've had a zero pain day. Like even with how good things are now, there are still some points where I am still doing like, I would say a zero for me is now like a one and a half or a two on this scale. 10 being what I experienced during the worst of my IIH and probably that week that I had the lumbar puncture and blood patch. That pain is something and that low pressure headache, I've said this in the past in my videos, but that low pressure headache was the worst pain I have ever experienced in my entire life. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I wish I could put into words what that pain actually felt like, but I don't think I ever could. And I haven't had kids, so I can't compare it to that. For those of you, especially females who are older than me or maybe already have families by now, and to compare it to childbirth, I can't do that because I haven't gone through it. So I would just say that the last time when I had that broken ankle a couple years ago, which I shared actually in the last stream I did, which wasn't last week, but the week before. When I broke my bone, like broke my ankle falling down the stairs, it was pretty comparable to that, to be honest, that pain with the low pressure headache. In fact, I would say the broken bone was probably a little bit worse, especially the night after, the first night after I broke my ankle. It was very, very, very bad. And all I was given was Tylenol. Even on my good days, I am still in some pain. I'm often still experiencing some symptoms. You just won't hear me complain about it until it gets to a certain point. I would say based upon my pain scale here, that you're looking at at least a four and a half to five before I maybe even actually start to mention it. Possibly even a six. I haven't experienced a 10 since, like I said, since my worst pain. And like I said, that's a 10 for me now, but is it an actual 10? I don't know. But it was the worst pain I've ever had in my life. So that's what I have to compare it to. That's why I actually don't like using the pain scale, but 
it's a visual representation of something that is very, very difficult to actually put into words, which is why I do use it. But the biggest reason why I did want to use it was because of this distinction between the chronic pain and acute pain. So often, until it gets to the acute pain, you probably won't hear me complaining. So it doesn't mean that it's at zero. It just means that it's at a tolerable level and that I can function that particular day. And I may be struggling even at a four or a four and a half but I'm able to function and to me that's what matters there are some days where it's so unpredictable you'll go up and down but there are some days where it'll just stay at a certain level and it'll be tolerable also too getting into like the meditation stuff that I talk about I meditate actually on pain I spend a lot of time at my retreat meditating on pain I was dealing with a lot of pain I was also in the middle of my actually started I dealt with my whole period while I was there so I'm often dealing with a lot of symptoms and I gotta say I kind of wish that I could spend every period that I have in a retreat type setting because it was the best least painful period I think I've ever had since dealing with migraines and IIH just to put it into perspective like my periods can be very 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 tricky to deal with because I'm dealing often with the most symptoms like it's very 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 predictable so I get kind of having those tools in your tool belt and especially when it's being quite predictable that you would kind of try and prevent some of that But I just don't feel like there's a point when you're dealing with something that is just something you deal with all the time. Something to keep in mind, I guess, that each one of us is different and has a different tolerance of pain and maybe a different perspective on when and how we should be treating that pain. I want to get into a bit of a serious topic now about why I'm particularly bad at using pain medication. So... I am actually picky about all medications in general. I hate taking medications. I don't know why this is. I don't know why I feel the way I do. But I think particularly there is a reason with the pain medications. So I don't know why I've always been hesitant to treat very small amounts of pain. The only time I really remember asking about how to deal with pain was in about December of 2018. This is when I was in a really, really rough place, not only physically, but mentally as well. This is where I was just kind of starting to get some success with weight loss. And I was really just overall quite frustrated with the whole situation. It had been almost a year since I had started experiencing the symptoms of whatever was happening at the time, which I knew was IIH at the time. It felt like despite having some success with the weight loss at this point, that I was still having all of the same symptoms. Now, it turns out that a lot of the symptoms of IIH that I was having at the start are migraine symptoms. So I am, now that I am actually at my ideal weight and have had my optic nerves be normal for as long as they have, I am absolutely convinced that, you know, it is migraines at this point and that it's not IIH because of the results resolving of the optic nerves and the most important thing I think for me is that those optic nerves are normal because that's where the threat really came from. I would really like to know I guess if any of you have any expertise in IIH in particular if there's any kind of morbidity beyond that pressure in the eyes with IIH that there would be a concern of 
besides actually making the patient somewhat comfortable, that it could still be symptoms of IIH. There is something called IIH without the papilledema, but I don't know how common it is to resolve the optic nerves and then to have that happen. Like, I'm not convinced it's IIH at this point. I really do think it's migraines, but I guess I believe that because of the fact that my optic nerves are back to normal and there's no other way besides doing a spinal tap to know whether that's actually the case or not. And there's no way that's absolutely happening unless I absolutely have to have it again. I'm just putting that out there. I would never voluntarily go and beg for a spinal tap because of how bad that week was in my life. It's it's not happening. The only time I really remember again asking about how to deal with the pain was in December of 2018. Like I said, I was at a really, really rough time. I have this deep fear of either developing a dependency or ending up slowly needing something stronger. So what I mean by this is I'm very concerned that if I develop this habit of treating even small amounts of pain, that it's kind of gonna go into something. If I don't kind of tough it out, then I'm gonna develop a dependency on needing pain medication. So if I treat this pain like that is so small that I could probably ignore with a little bit of meditation and possibly distractions or focusing on something else or, you know, all of these other methods that I have of dealing with pain beyond medication, that the medication is something I'm going to be dependent upon over time. And then it's going to turn into something of needing a lot stronger medication that can be highly addictive, I guess is where I want to get with that. And I don't know if this is a legitimate concern. I haven't really had this conversation with honestly anyone, but it's something that has kind of come up in the back of my mind and it's always been a bit of a concern. And I, I don't know if it's because I do know so many medical professionals and, you know, I've heard so many horrible stories of particularly opioids ruining people's lives, that this is a very genuine concern. I feel like there's always going to be some times where you're dealing with pain, but that why treat the smallest amounts if you don't have to when you have other methods? There's so much more to pain than just taking uh, pain medication, I guess. And I said this too also to my doctor at my last appointment, but I don't know. I just feel like it's not really something that has to be dealt with all the time, I guess. Let me know, I guess, in the comments of wherever you're viewing or listening to this about how you feel about pain medications in general. And I know there are a lot of people that have chronic pain that, you know, taking away the pain medications is not fair and you deal with a lot of stigma with that. And I don't understand I guess that part of it because I've always wanted to avoid getting to that point I guess and I feel like treating the small amounts of pain may lead me to down the same road I guess is where I'm getting with that there's nothing wrong with it if you've already gone down that road and you need that to be functional or you need that for whatever the reasons are you have your reasons you have your individual journey but I guess I just want to say of someone who hasn't had to go down that road about why I feel the way I do about it. And I don't judge people for, I guess, being on those kind of medications, but I just want to avoid it for myself, basically. As much as I try to be a kind of a communal place for everyone here, 
there are going to be a lot of things that I have different opinions on than what obviously you do. And another way we can generate a conversation is, I guess, to share about why we feel the way we do about the way we handle our specific journeys. So I'd love to hear that in the comments down below if you want to share that. I am content on where I am right now. Even though things aren't perfect, I am actually quite happy with how much things have improved. Despite needing to modify the way I do things at times, I can pretty much do all the things I want to do now, which is all I ever wanted. So I've mentioned this before in many streams in the past few weeks, but I am at the place where I am very, very happy. I am happy because I can do what I want to do. I am happy because I feel like I'm a functioning and contributing member of society again. I'm not stuck on the couch just constantly unable to do anything and I'm able to not only manage my employment and working but I'm able to do the creative things that I enjoy as well which is fantastic. Now I'm not able to do things sometimes simultaneously or one my creative things take a hit which is why the channel slow down a little bit in content and why I tend to focus on live content too because it, it, it does take the least amount of my effort and my particularly editing effort which can take a long time. I do actually do edit these videos down and they do get posted to Facebook and Locals as the full video and then the podcast version gets put up on the podcast so that people can listen to it on the go and all of that or if you just like audio better although my videos do tend to do tend to be visual at times especially when I'm trying to demonstrate double vision what migraine symptoms are like today with the chronic pain scale or the just the pain scale in general so I do recommend you come to my social media to check those out. I am very content because I'm able to do the things that I want to. If things were to start to get worse again though like I could see that changing because I wouldn't be able to be content and happy with where I'm at and you know what I am so so thankful and I have so much gratitude for how much I'm able to do and I'm so thankful for so much actually right now. If I could do a whole stream on gratitude, I think, and everything that I've been thankful for in the, particularly the last few months, it's been a really, really life-changing experience actually in the last few months for me. And I had a feeling it might, but I didn't want to get my hopes up in case nothing changed. Actually, post-retreat, I would say, has been even more life-changing for me. It's very hard to put into words, actually, about my happiness with everything because it's kind of something that's beyond words and it's a place I never thought I would be at again. And like I said, despite the fact that it's not a perfect day, despite the fact that it's not completely pain-free, despite the fact that there are times that I definitely do grieve life before, that things are okay. And you know what? I am actually content with things being where they are right now. And I guess that's just where I want to leave that. It's perfectly fine. Everything is okay. Everything is going well. And I am actually satisfied where everything is at. So that's where I think I'm going to leave it for today. I'll do my typical spiel. If you guys want to connect with me off of YouTube, you can do so in a few different places. So I've got my Instagram, Awareness with Ashley. 
And I've noticed that in some of the older Facebook posts, or not Facebook posts, but the older YouTube descriptions, that it's still my old handle. So I don't know if that link will actually work, but the new the Instagram handle is Awareness with Ashley, and it's because all I ever do on Instagram is my stuff to do with my IIH and migraines. On TikTok, you can find me for the short videos to do with IIH and migraines at the same handle as on Instagram, but if you guys kind of want a little bit more fun and a little bit more just me not talking about IIH and migraines constantly on the internet, then you can actually follow Ashley Enjoys Music. I do a bunch of different things on that where I make kind of memes, I do kind of dancing, I probably end up doing, you know, how many of these songs do I know kind of thing. I like doing those as well. And then you can find me on Facebook, same name as my channel on YouTube, Ashley Stewart, and you can find me on Twitter, which I'm not as active on anymore because Twitter, I find, actually causes me a lot of stress and just I'm not happy after spending a lot of time on Twitter. You may find occasionally that I share some things on Twitter that I only share on my local supporters tab. So, and again, locals is where you can support my work. You can support me on there. It is Ashley Stewart on locals. And the link to locals should be in every description if you're interested in that. It's similar to Patreon. If you guys become supporters, you can start posting your own content as well and all of that. And it just will allow us to build a community over there. And I'm actually a part of locals in a community. And the community that is generated often on locals is something that you won't find anywhere else on the internet. Like I said, I haven't really figured out how to use the local supporters tribe yet because I don't have a lot of supporters. The channel's still really small. Although I do have to say thank you for all your support with the shorts content lately because the shorts content is doing really, really well. I know that a lot of the platforms are pushing it really hard to try and compete with TikTok, but it's, it's really helping the channel grow and like particularly the Facebook page and YouTube both are doing quite well especially like at certain times so like with everything though it's quite hit and miss so but yeah if you guys have enjoyed the video be sure to like and subscribe leave a review if you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting platform I hope you have enjoyed this stream this week and I'll see you hopefully next week. Just an important note that I probably will take a break over the Christmas season. So there'll probably be a live stream next week. But after that, then I'll probably take some rest. I want to take some time and spend with my family as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app. It really helps get the show out there. Hope to see you again next week for our next episode. Bye everyone.